What's up, guys? Another episode of Director Showdown. My name is Adam Dauphin. My name. <laughs> my name is Brent. Brent. And we have a we have a guest here today. Hi, guys. This is D Rod David Rodriguez back again. Yeah. Hey, thanks for um, you know coming over here. I know it's a little out of the way. We uh, we're yeah, I know we we have to. For reasons that, if you've been listening, you understand. Uh, mm-hmm. David, I know that we had to, you know, pull you over to this undisclosed location here, and I, I, do, I, I don't want to say where we are. Yeah, you know, just for let's just say un- that underground bunker somewhere in Texas. Yeah, so yes. maybe, maybe, maybe we're in another state. Maybe it took an hour. Maybe it took a second. I don't but know. We're safe for the time being. And, we're definitely uh, not at one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, we had to do what we had to do. So we're here, and uh, we watched Dazed and Confused. Yeah, Dazed and Confused. Hey, really quick before we get into the movie, yeah. I actually have a surprise for you guys. What? A little little what? gift. Yes. I only got one, but... I guess we'll just cut it in half. Oh, wow. Oh, that is cool. So. That's whoever, that's wherever awesome. the director showdown studio ever ends up, that's cool. Shit. There you go. You well, uh, okay, yeah. I mean, for the listeners, uh, David presented us with a framed uh, version, copy, whatever of the season it's, one. It's, it's original copy. Yes, yeah, the, well, the original. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's fucking awesome, man. This is really it's cool. cool. Um, we're yeah, selling well, it about one thousand well, dollars. Yeah, you know, let's start at hundred. <laughs> I'm thinking um, eighty eight hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how, like, let's put together how much time slice episode two would cost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two point two million dollars. Forty five dollars. No, but uh, maybe maybe we'll do like I get weekdays, you get weekends thing, and we'll yeah, just yeah, we'll kinda, just have a split custody, yeah. or we'll just cut it right in half. I don't know. Yeah, we'll just cut it maybe <laughs> diagonally. Um, <laughs> yeah, the there you go. But uh, no, it's, dude, this that's, is fucking awesome. Yeah, man. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah thank I really, you, I really man. appreciate you doing that, dude. Sure. Well, yeah, and uh, if you don't know, David is the one who uh, has done the artwork, and mm-hmm. as you've seen, because this is. Fuck, we're at the end of the season now. This is episode seven out of eight. You've definitely seen the artwork by now, and it's yet again awesome. So, um, yeah, he does all the artwork, and it's great. Thank you, dude. That's really cool. Yeah, you guys it's are legitimately welcome. awesome. Yeah, thanks. Um, and the artwork for this season is also very fantastic. So, I, I did love that one comment I saw on Instagram from um, Brent's, where some girl was just like, "What? Are, like, are you just wearing a, a was it a suit, a short oh, are suit?" Are you wearing? Yeah, that was that was Ellen, Amy's yeah. cousin. She You're was like, like "Are you just wearing suit pants?" And I was like, "It's from School of Rock." And yeah. she was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, 
yeah, I tried on. the my first uh, take on that one was you were more face towards the camera, so or towards the audience, I guess whatever. Yeah, so yeah. like you could see the tie and all and, like right, the emblem right. and well, stuff. Okay. I think it's it's. But perfect, then I was like, yeah. it works so much better because it worked better yeah. for Adam in the end. You for know? sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's it's great, man. It's great. But yeah, before we get into it, we have a we have a few questions that we like to ask our guest um, on Director Showdown. Yeah. Um, you were on, you were on season one, so, uh, pretty much we want to know, like, who do you prefer? Who do you like over between, um, Linklater and Rifen and maybe one movie from each that you prefer? Well, I think if I didn't say it the last time, I'm probably going to say the exact same thing where it's like, you can't compare the two. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. But I would say like rewatchability it's all Linklater. Like, mm-hmm. Linklater owns the rewatchability aspect to me. Um, yeah. Refn owns that, that like, weird part that just, like, when you want to really, like, tap into something in the back of your brain. And so you're like, let yeah. me watch that. But th- but also, like, so the example I'll give right now is, like, um, if, I, if I was doing a Nicholas Winding Refn movie, I would have actually, like, made time to sit down and, like, pay attention and I probably would have taken notes, <laughs> okay. and I would yeah. probably have like you know all these like. You should have seen all the notes I took during Only God Forgives. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah he'll fuck some notes. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, but like today I just put on Days of Confused while I was like doing my daily workout, and like I was framing that piece of artwork and like feeding <laughs> my dog and doing stuff like that, and it was yeah. just on in the background. But it's like one of those perfect movies mm. that you can do that with. And I used and I remember a time in my life where. It must have been four straight months in high school where I watched it every single day, where I just had it on in the background while I did homework or while I did something else, but Mm. every day, yeah. Hell yeah. It's, I definitely agree with you there that it's one of like the most rewatchable movies, uh, really that I've probably ever seen. And like, I actually saw it for like the first time, um, like relatively recently, I think I saw it maybe two or three years ago. And I, it was just one of those like kind of blind spot movies where I was like, I'd never seen it. Like I mm. love like a lot of his other movies, you know, uh, school of rock, obviously. Um, and like, I was just like, I just checked it out and I was like, man, I, I loved that. And I think I watched it again, maybe a week or two later, which, which for me is like really, it's really uncommon for me to like rewatch a movie that soon after I just watched it. But like, it's such a fun movie and like really easy to rewatch and enjoyable mm. but um i don't know i guess uh yeah what's yeah. your favorite uh link later and what's your favorite yeah. rifen film david well link later days confused okay. i will say a close second would be maybe like scanner darkly mm-hmm. or like a waking life just because i like the more cerebral ideas that those bring up right yeah yeah um and then with refin only god forgives is really high on my list it's probably not my f- it, it's with him, it's harder to pick a number one because there's like reasons why I like each one of right. his. Yeah. So it's like with Only God Forgives, I love the cinematography is just like gorgeous. Like it blows my Absolutely. mind watching yeah. it. And like Absolutely. I can just, I can tone, like tune out all the dialogue and just watch the movie. Mm. Yeah. Um, but then there's like for the more like um, visceral side of it, like I love, you know, Val, or was it Valhalla, Valhalla Rising? Rising. Yeah, yeah, Valhalla Rising. Like that one's great, but it's funny when I I rewatched it recently, maybe like a year ago, and I completely forgot the New World storyline that happens right. in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. So okay, <laughs> yes, we're not watching it this season, so yeah. like okay. I'll just have to. I yeah, sit down and, like, watch but it's it just like it, it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, "Well, that's stupid. They should have <laughs> just stayed in Norse country." <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that sounds intriguing as hell. Like I don't even know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, it's interesting. No one talks for like. 
30 minutes in that movie, yeah. I think, at the very beginning of it. And while yeah. someone's getting his, like, entrails, like, literally ripped out of his body. It's super And violent. they're just, like, yeah. showing it. Well, Maz doesn't oh, even yeah. speak a word at all, so. Maz oh, I forgot it was him. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a mute in that one. But, yeah. So, yeah, it's, with him, it's harder to pick a number one. But with Linklater, it's a little easier because he has definitely stronger movies and weaker movies. You know, you yeah. can, like, definitely just see those. Um, mm-hmm. My girlfriend recently watched, like, yesterday, the Richard Linklater documentary that's on Hulu or Netflix or one of these. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a part in it where Keanu Reeves is talking about him, about his love for him. And then he just goes, uh, and then he made uh, Bad News Bears. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's like, yeah, you can't deny that he's made bad movies. Yeah, he's got, he's got yeah. some duds. It's harder to, like, it's harder to point at one of Nicholas's movies and be like, that's a bad movie, because there's someone out there that'll be like, no, well, I love it for, yeah, this, reason. for this reason. But yeah. it's like with, Rich, with Linklater, you can be like, no, that's a bad movie. Like, like, you can bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's really interesting, because that, that, you could say the same thing about last season with, like, Spielberg and Kubrick. Like, Kubrick... Even his uh, "quote unquote" worst movie or movies, he he doesn't have a lot, but like those movies have their huge fans. Like I'm thinking of like Eyes Wide Shut or mm-hmm. uh, Jesus. I don't even know what else. Like what else? Spartacus? Maybe one of the earlier ones. Spartacus. I don't, I haven't I don't seen know. It. Yeah, I haven't seen Spartacus. But I mean, we can't deny that Spielberg also has a, you know a decent. Yeah, amount of, he does. You know, yeah, some some duds, <laughs> some dirt, some dirt under yep. his nails there. But, um, <laughs> when you produce yeah. as many movies as Steven Spielberg, though. Even not directing, but even just like being, you know, you're gonna yeah. get your hands dirty sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, so uh, just to get everybody on par, I guess I'll do a, our patented IMDb plot summary. I can't wait to see how somebody tries to summarize yeah, this fucking it's be, movie. Okay. <laughs> it's the last day of school at a high school in a small town in Texas in 1976. The upperclassmen are hazing the incoming freshmen. And everyone is trying to get stoned, drunk, or laid. Even the football players that signed a pledge not to. By John Reeves. That's like Thanks, the John. exact same summary for the movie Kids. <laughs> I still haven't yeah. seen that movie. But, but that movie uh, is rated like fucking X and yeah, all this yeah. shit. I was like thinking about that while I was watching this movie. The fact that they are incoming freshmen. They're like 14 years old. They're eighth graders. I know. That was and yeah. and they're, yeah. they're And, I, and I, I brought that up to a couple people and they were like, well, that's how it is in high school. And I'm like, I understand that, but it's still really surprising that they would put this in a mainstream yes, film that yeah, costs like yeah. $25 million. Mm, it was yeah. a scene where they're asking a 14 year old girl if she'll swallow cum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 This movie like really <laughs> pushes the boundaries in, in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, what else? Uh, what trivia do you got on it then about pushing boundaries? Maybe. And- uh, do y'all have a trivia time? Uh, drop yet? Oh, this is trivia time. Oh, this is yeah, this trivia, trivia time. time. Um, well, the site. I just want to give a shout out um, because I, I hate the site because Jesus, this is a nightmare trying to go through the trivia. The DailyBeast.com. Uh, is that a UK just, site? Is that British? It, it sounds might be. British. It sounds British. Yeah. Oh my God! It's just like freezing. Sounds like every... a British feminist blog. <laughs> 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 One of those. <laughs> um, so Vince Vaughn. What? Got denied from being in the movie. Good. He lost his role to Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yep. Ben Affleck. Really, I would have put him in the Matt McConaughey role if I was casting it. 
Ben Affleck? No, uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. I'd have put I, him in the Matt McConaughey. Oh, man, but McConaughey he's so much so, more laid back. Yeah, like oh, like than so the fucking goodness. No, he's great. Yeah. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying if he lost a role, I imagined it was the McConaughey role, not okay. the Affleck role. Well, apparently Affleck too, is great. Like, yeah, Affleck man. was. Yeah. He played dude. He plays douchebags well as we. You know, perfectly saw in Gone Girl, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah, we all wonder why. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't, um, I don't know why he played douchebag so good. This is my Ben Affleck because he's from Boston. Oh yeah, I don't know what, what is going on over here. <laughs> the town. I <laughs> just say the name the of his Got baby girl gone. Argo. No, I just combined two of them. Yeah, that was, was a, yeah. that was a disaster. Uh, but yeah, Vince Vaughn was then almost cast in another role, and Linklater turned him down again because he thought he looked too much like Ben Affleck. Really? So that's fun. Um, there was oh okay. So that? in the um, I was talking to you guys off mic. Mm-hmm. How uh, so? There's a behind the scenes documentary of the making of Days and Confused, and um, Richard Linklater he gives a lot of the credit for the cast to the casting director named Don Phillips who then went on to cast Mallrats, like almost immediately afterward. And that's oh, why no I think you're, really? you see so many fucking same people. Dude, I mentioned that when we were watching it is like the main guy. I was like, what is this fucking guy that's from? That's his, his, his brother is the one in Mallrats, actually. No shit. They're okay, twins. That, they, they're twins? It's that's J- crazy. Jeremy and Jason London. And one okay. of them went on to like... Uh, was it called like find Jesus and the other one went on to like fucking <laughs> destroy his life with into drugs and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm pretty sure it's the Days and Confused one that went on to destroy his life with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well that's a that's a bummer. Um yeah, well there was a there was a big lawsuit also. Uh so in October two thousand four, three former classmates of Linklaters uh at Huntsville High School in Texas filed a defamation suit against Link later, claiming that they were the basis of three central characters in the film and that the filmmaker didn't get their permission to use their likenesses. And that's stupid. That's <laughs> and a dumb. That's they a had dumb to, they had to file their lawsuit in New Mexico since the state has a longer <laughs> statute of limitations <laughs> than Texas. So where all three. Well, they tried to be on. a little bit clever there, I guess. That's but. fucking pointless, <laughs> though. Yeah. If it, if it's a crime that takes place in Texas, don't you have to get it like or a crime or anything? Don't you have to get it like done, taking place? I in would a, think so, right? Texas court. That's I, weird. I, I imagine I'm not a lawyer. We're not I, lawyers. I imagine yeah. them like just hopping states as it keeps getting dismissed, which is what happened with this lawsuit. That's is it funny. just got dismissed? later yeah because it's a total bullshit like yeah, yeah. it's like there's, like, there's yeah. no ground for it yeah the studio is the, the like they're they have the smartest lawyers you know mm. no one's ever going to fucking win a defamation lawsuit like that especially they always have you'll always see it in every movie that fucking uh thing at the very end like no one in this film yeah, was like a fictitious it's all fictitious blah 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 doesn't yeah. yeah as long as they put that it's like one hundred percent okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't do shit. It's like, not like these guys movie. had a memoir that they had published where like he stole <laughs> yeah. verbatim like yeah, their dialogue. Like they take into court their diary from like yeah. sixteen <laughs> years ago, or I guess eleven. If and it, he's like, yeah. "See, I said party at the moon tower. I said party at the moon tower." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fucking. Great. I said I'm gonna collect mm. for a thirsty keg. <laughs> that was like I, I love the the one liners in this movie are so fucking great to me. Yeah, and I think that, and I imagine that's probably where a lot of that defamation comes from, like their fodder, because they're like, yeah. 
I remember saying that exact fucking thing. I really <laughs> say that all the time. Because it's something I imagine Linklater, he's like, latches on to something someone says, and then Probably, yeah. 30 years later, he'll use it in a movie. I don't know if I was the Matthew McConaughey character and try to point that out, that like I was that guy. Like, I no. was, yeah. I, I would just say, like, no, I'm not... Not some adult trying to hound on some like high school. Yeah, movies, you know? it was a. Uh, <laughs> it was the. Uh, was it called the uh, corner store clerk who sold beer to a minor? Mm-hmm. He's like, I was the one who sold beer to a minor. Right. Okay, so Matthew McConaughey got cast while he was uh, hanging out at a hotel bar in Austin. <laughs> And he literally ran into Don Phillips. So I know the, the story. The, okay. they, they tell the story. Yeah, you'll, so you'll the, tell it better than this. The for sure. story that it, from Don Phillips' lips, he's like, I was hanging out, and, and I see this guy, and we just start talking like good old boys. So we're just talking about like trucks and guns and girls and stuff like that. <laughs> and then I look at him, and I go, you know what? I got this little part. And then like he makes a big deal of going, like he looks at the camera, and he's like, and I did this. I did this, this finger motion, this little part. Mm. And then he's like, and I was like, yeah, this Watterson character. And what happened was that, so they, he was like, uh, have you ever acted before? And Matt McConaughey was like, I in a Bud Light commercial once. <laughs> and so then, so then <laughs> he's like, see that commercial, by yeah, he's like, yeah, jump on. And apparently when he cast Watterson, Watterson had like a sm- way smaller role than we see in the film. Mm. And they just started like, what happened was, oh, that's what happened is they, realized that they hadn't shot a scene in which the nerds get invited to the moon tower party mm. and they had to figure out how to bring them there the the oh, three yeah. nerds so they they the just head scene yeah, yeah so they write the scene in where matt mcconaughey meets up with the redhead and they have their little Giovanni interaction Rubisi's sister that was know. the information that i actually didn't know until today yeah. but that was giovanni Rubisi's oh, sister. oh it actually is scientologist yeah, yeah. Oh. But so, but so, like yeah. them just doing that and like doing some improv where Matt McConaughey improv some stuff. They were like, okay, well now he's more involved with the characters. So then they just started putting him in more scenes and making him more involved with the characters after that. And then he became a fucking like a supporting he was, actor. He was yeah, like the fucking yeah, he was thread a big role throughout the whole yeah. film. He's even in like the final scene. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is really interesting. I can see that like maybe they. Like, maybe we're filming mostly chronologically, and then, like, at a certain point, he comes in, and they were like, fuck, this guy's really good. Because he kind of comes out of nowhere and then just has a big role yeah. for, like, the rest of the movie. I can imagine that. The, one of the things that he that Richard Linklater brings up, he's looking through old files, and he, like, grabs an old script from Days and Confused, and one of the shoot, he's like, this is one of the shooting scripts. And he starts looking through it, and he points to one of the uh, margins where he has like a line that's written in with pen. Mm-hmm. He's like, "All the best lines from Days and Confused were always written in the margins when pen. Like they were <laughs> never actually in the yeah. script. Like they were always something we thought of on the on the day. Mm-hmm. It's like those are always the best lines yeah. in the movie. Yeah. I, I there's a bit of trivia here. It's um, it's a quote basically by McConaughey about the all right, all right, all right scene. Oh, really? And it is. This is a quote. This is like his thinking when he's like preparing for that scene. Cause I think they, the, the all right, all right, all right wasn't like planned. I think it was like they wanted them to improvise some stuff. So this is his thinking. This is the girl, the infamous scene, or which one is this exactly? Um, hmm. Yeah, the girl one. That's okay. it. Yeah. The one where he's talking about, yeah, the mm-hmm. girls. And, um, should I do this? Like, I probably yeah, should. You gotta, right? yeah, you gotta, yeah, you have to do it in yeah. character. So I was sitting in my, okay, let me start oh. over. Oh. Let's do go. it. Come on, let's go. I'll edit it out. Silence. <laughs> so I was sitting in the car, nervous, because I was about to have my first acting scene, and I was improvising it. I thought, who's my man? 
Who's My Man? I've been listening to this live Doors album where Jim Morrison barks out between two of the songs. All right. All right. All right. All right. I didn't know what it meant, so I was like, okay, Wooderson, I'm about rock and roll, weed, cars, and women. I'm in my car. I'm listening to Nugent's Stranglehold, and I'm high, and there's the woman. I got three out of four. All right. All right. All right. I figured I was batting 750, so that's what the three all rats were about. <laughs> that's fucking that's most Matthew amazing. So good. Thing, that's know? amazing. Wow. Oh, man. To be Matthew McConaughey in the seventies, I must have seriously. Been a blast. There's um in the documentary he also talks about when that scene where they first all walk into the Emporium together, yeah. And they're I forget what song they're playing, but you know it's a great song because mm. they the the soundtrack in the movie is like one of the top things. That's I think that's why it's so good to play yeah, in the background. Sure. But um, <laughs> but so uh, oh wait, Guitar Hero the movie? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but so like he was talking about he's like he's like where I got that walk from. He's like. I knew that this guy, he's not heart forward, he's not head forward, and then he points at his dick and he goes, this is forward. <laughs> so in that scene, you'll see, he's like, his dick is literally leading the pack. Of like, he has, his, he has his cock oh, out, like, yeah. forward in front of everyone as yeah. they're walking in. Yeah. That's it's, fucking great. It's funny how, like, it was, I thought it was interesting to see, you know, the, the macho characters, and then you would splice that in with uh, Adam Goldberg's, like, fucking nerdy commentary on uh, masculinity and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and that works so well with the high school dynamic. Right. Because I think, like, in high school, that's the first time where you, you know, you go into high school thinking that, like, there's this whole click mentality. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, when you come out of high school realizing that everyone just wants to be friends with as many people as they can be almost, you know, like like the majority of people. Mm-hmm. So like I had friends who were on the football team. I was like a nerdy art kid and I had friends yeah. who were on the football team. I had friends that were like in band. I had, I was yeah, like, exactly. a, yeah. yeah, that's so, what it captures really well is the fact that like, it's, it's not just, it's not like a John Hughes movie where it's yeah. like, like the nerds are over here. The jocks are over here. It's like, there's a lot of overlap and people are like cool with each other. Like it's not, ju- I'm sure it's not just like a thing that was like in the seventies too, but it, it's really, it was just really cool to see that like in a movie where it's like, yeah, people aren't just like, don't talk to that fucking It's loser. one of the most like real high school films. Exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. made with actual high schoolers. Those two kids that were freshmen were like 16 oh, yeah. years old. They were oh, Austin they were Austin they looked, locals. Yeah, they looked like yeah. Yeah, they were Austin locals who like like uh Wally West. No, not Wally West. That's fucking the that's Flash. The flash. Right? Wiley Wiggins. <laughs> Wiley Wiggins. <laughs> come on. Come on. How am I supposed to remember that? <laughs> but he uh I'm going to call him Wally West for the rest of the fucking All podcast. Right, the Flash. But he uh yeah, the Flash. So he mm-hmm. has a story in the documentary about how he was like, I was walking at a coffee shop one day and this guy came up to me and was like, "Hey, you want to be in a movie? <laughs> and I was like, like a short, I don't know. And he's from Austin, you know, in the nineties. So he's mm. like, ah, oh, you know, he, he, he did, people he are did doing this. this. He grabbed his brow. Oh, yeah, he, he touched uh, his face. Uh, he grabbed his fucking like nose. There's and, one scene where he touches his face in one shot where he touches his face three times. Like no, that. it gave That's me what fucking anxiety. We mentioned that last night. Yeah. I was like, stop touching your Touch, face. Stop touching your face. You? I get it. You don't know. Like how to act. every line. He just like, just went back. Yeah. To, uh, uh, with his like scrunched oh, up man. eyes. Uh. This is the best for audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, you guys know. Just watch the movie. It's great. Yeah, yeah you um, should have already watched the movie, you fucking assholes. Yeah. If you haven't, <laughs> stop listening now. We don't want you. Pause it. Come back. Uh, I don't know if I want. No, uh, I don't know if I want. Unsubscribe. Uh, Unsubscribe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Use our Audible link. 
a bit of <laughs> yeah, right. Um, a bit of Led Zeppelin trivia because, as the name implies, it's obviously based on the fucking incredible Led Zeppelin song uh, "Days Confused" about uh, demon later, women, huh? About demon women, demon women, and or a bad acid trip. It's like one yeah. or the other. Um, yeah, Linklater reached out to Led Zeppelin uh, to use not even that one, but the song Rock and Roll, which is also a good song. Mm. And uh, while Jimmy Page and J- John Paul Jones agreed, Robert Plant, being the asshole that everybody he says Robert been. Plant is, uh, declined. And so they couldn't use it, which is a bummer. Wait, which one was the Satanist? Um, was it? I think John Paul Jones. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah. One of them was like a crazy Crowley Satanist who like yeah. followed him around <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, dude. Great. Like, I think he even bought his old house or some shit. That's wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I was going to say, but it's really interesting. It ties into the last Linklater movie we watched uh, because they kind of got their comeuppance in a way because they got fucking immigrants on School of Rock. Isn't School of Rock the first movie to get like Led Zeppelin to like use their, like, yeah, their music like I think it is and yeah. then and then because after that it like broke super, the floodgates yeah. yeah they're super picky about it and it's even if you do get it you're gonna be paying a shit ton of money for it so this I, we'll just talk about School of Rock for one second yeah. there's <laughs> a behind the scenes documentary <laughs> on the School of Rock oh, I bet DVD where well they talk about well, not, no there's a special feature that's what I'm thinking of on the School of Rock DVD where. They literally, like, when they were shooting that scene, um, the big ending scene with, mm. like, the bands and all that shit, mm. they got the whole crowd to look at the camera and, like, ask Led Zeppelin, can we please use your That's song? Cool. And they yeah. had, like, everyone asking, like, can we please use your And they sent that to them. And that was like I don't know if that's the reason or whatnot, but yeah. that was that's something that happened, you know. Uh, okay. And so like cool. that's awesome. that's why it's in my brain that like that was the first movie that they ever actually let use like one of their songs in a long, long time. Yeah. Mm. But it's so funny nowadays you hear it so fucking often. Yeah, it's like in the Thor trailer, and but I'm sure Marvel has that money. They're just like yeah. Oh yeah. Led yeah, Led Zeppelin pay. was like only if you pay us insane amounts of oh shit you have insane amounts of <laughs> yeah. money. Oh shit. <laughs> exactly. We didn't expect this. <laughs> Oh man! But oh, I mean, that's um, yeah. I mean, that about does it for trivia. Though, All right, cool. Do 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 trivia talk. So how about just uh, just general thoughts? What do you guys uh, what do you guys think about this movie? Anything that you uh, want to bring up? Anything special? Maybe something personal? I don't know. Well, let's talk yeah. about. I want to talk about hazing in general because I never experienced this whole thing. Yeah, I, was I never experienced thing. hazing. Yeah, I, yeah. Remember, I remember my brother would tell me, because he's older than me, he'd be like, yeah, they're going to fucking put you in a, in a trash can and like put gum in your hair and all this stuff. And that <laughs> never happened. No one ever right? did anything yeah. to me. I, yeah. I never, not That's only we did I never, about. yeah, we were talking about that in the movie. We were like, is this how it was in the 70s? Because <laughs> yeah. it was like, I never experienced that. I'd never really heard stories of people experiencing Same that. here, yeah. I thought it was just know. a college thing, and I'd seen it. You know I, I'd I mean? seen it in like, like cartoons. I'd seen it like in cartoon, like in like Hey Arnold or something like that, where they were like, yeah. "Oh, we're gonna haze the freshmen," or like, yeah. "Yeah." Well, I wonder what like kickstarted that narrative. Well, it's then. like it's paddle boards. Like I associate it with like fraternities, like in college, not in yeah. high school. Like it was kind of like that's crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> super weird. So, like, yeah, we were talking about how. You know, with the advent of social media, like this stuff is not gonna, this stuff's not gonna happen. Like if no, everyone I, sees oh this no. shit, like I remember there was, <laughs> there was like triggered hashtag problematic immediately. There was yeah. a whole anti hazing movement like four years ago right. for like high, for like, colleges, just especially like People fraternities dying and stuff. And shit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 like or like girls getting raped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> rape. <laughs> I gotta say the harshest things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Get that yeah. hard R in there. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just like it's crazy to have like someone who's almost eighteen and then seeing lewd marks to a fourteen year old. Like I was yeah. just like, Whoa, all right. Like yeah. really or even like the romantic aspect where they're like, Oh, at the very end, the fucking Anthony Rapp character from Rent. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like yeah, he he smooches on a fucking fourteen year old, yeah. and it's like oh, every, oh, that's that's so sweet. Oh, <laughs> so it's I skipped so over nice. this bit of trivia. Uh, I'll double back around to it. So the kid, um, he's kind of like the weaselly looking kid who his name. They were Anthony re- Rapp. He was in not, not him. Not him. <laughs> <laughs> Homophobic. Um, Shut up. Um, he was actually just real quick. He was the most like experienced actor in the entire movie. For apparently. sure, true, you yeah. can tell. Yeah, that guy yeah. was great. Um, but yeah, the kid whose house they were originally going to have the party at, he married one of the girls who was in the movie who was sixteen at the time. They went to Vegas and got married during filming. Uh, oh, and the girl's mom. I can totally see that guy doing that. The, yeah, he, he looks like so slimy. The girl's mom was like, "No, it's an old done. You're not married anymore." And so that happened during filming, is there's an underage what? marriage. <laughs> Do you know the other thing that happened during filming? Huh. Matt, Matthew McConaughey's father died. Yep. Yeah. That's I, crazy. And so, over that too. yeah, that whole, that whole like, uh, speech he gives at the end, or not that whole, sp- yeah, the speech he gives at the end about, like, you just got to keep on L-I-V-I-N. Oh, that's so interesting, That all dude. comes from his so father being yeah. dead and, like, like him, him just coming back from that. And then, like, getting on set and having to deliver that. And so, like, they, him and wow. Linklater talked about it, about how he was going to incorporate those things. Mm. And now his production company is Live-In Productions. Mm-hmm. And it's all, like, uh, a tribute to his father. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, That's nice. man. Yeah. That's really interesting. That adds a lot of weight to that, like, final scene with him then. Mm. But, um, yeah. Sorry to double back to the trivia. I just thought that was interesting. But one of, like, like, so, like, something that always sticks out in this movie to me is all of the um, like extras, like the little like the the one they speak and stuff, but like they just seem so real. Like the the one I remember is uh, after the baseball game before uh, what before the flash gets paddled. He there's like these <laughs> two. Uh, was it Pink Floyd? He's walking out. And there's these two old people like with him, and one's like grabbing his arm and going like, "You ready to throw about a thousand yards this season? You boys are looking good, looking tough." And it's like they just seem like someone's grandparents. Like they seem so real. Yeah, that's that's something we talked about during School of Rock too, uh, just with the kids mostly. But like the authenticity that his movies have because he just gets like people that he finds mm-hmm. or like the casting director in bars apparently. Like, and that's like, it's, it's weird because you think that type of technique would fail because the, yeah. cause people aren't like naturally actors, but I guess yeah. like Linklater actually finds people who suit that role as them. It is interesting. Yeah. Like we've all, we've all like made stuff and like seen people act yeah. and stuff and like people who generally, at least what I've seen is like people that have, don't have acting experience. You'd watch them act and it's, it's like, it's a little rough. Yeah. yeah. It's not the best. So it's like really interesting that he like, just like grabs, you know, kids in Austin it's that a, like look the part. And it's a, uh, that, that kid acted rough. Which, which one? one? The flash. The flash oh, yeah, was, he was yeah. He, yeah, he was not the best. Not, not the best. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, even the other the girl, his like foil, his counterpart, whatever. Oh, she man, wasn't. Yeah, as, she she was, was pretty bad too. Yeah, she was yeah. not the best. They they kept it like minimal. But again, them, this though. is also like what like Linklater's like second or third movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, like, well, it was like ninety three. So like ninety four. Oh yeah, ninety three was being made, and the Slacker was ninety one, mm-hmm, right? right? Yeah. yeah. So it must have been a second right after Slacker. Yeah. yeah. 
shares a lot of similarities with Slacker, though. It does. Sure. Mm-hmm. It does. The whole, like, just going in and out of, like, conversations that, like, you never really, yeah. like, start. You never see the beginning Being- or the end of a conversation. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a little more cohesive. Excuse me. A little bit more cohesive than uh, Slacker. But oh, yeah. I love how Slacker, I mean, tangent, but Slacker is super free free-flowing that's what mm-hmm. I'm about that. it just keeps kind of hopping yeah. around the guy on the freeway and he's what is he was shooting a gun or something that that girl yeah. that just like comes just out of nowhere like, super energetic in, yeah. Yeah. yeah she uh, has like the pap smear of madonna or something like, yeah hey. <laughs> yeah no that movie yeah we both watched that one for the first time for this and it was like it that movie's a fucking experience man it's like great. it's yeah so wild it was a lot of fun but um, I mean, so, yeah. If we're talking general thoughts on how about how about just uh, how about since we're there, like signature moves, like since we kind of related it towards yeah, we uh, slacker. Yeah, yeah. You got any on the so top sig- of your head? yeah signature moves? I would say definitely ensemble cast. That's like For sure. That's yeah. a a link later like staple. He loves like you know having like a central through line person, but really like actually having mm-hmm. more of a you know, a great supporting cast. That's true, yeah. And I think, like, with what you were saying, we were talking about the casting, I think he is just so good at choosing actors that, like, almost is a problem for him, where then he'll latch on to actors and then just use them for fucking everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it turns into a Judd Apatow sure, group. Yeah. 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 And it's, like, in, in some of his, like, more out-there indie films, you're, like... Why? Why cast this person, or you know, whatever? Like, he like, seems like he seems like he's just a really nice guy. He's like, yeah, man, you can be in my, you can be yeah, in my. Yeah, we're movie. just gonna make a movie, dude. Let's uh, like that one guy, the uh, guy who's in Scanner and in this one, the super high. Yeah, dude. that's what blew yeah. my mind. Who is that? Is, um, the stoner guy, Rory Rory Cochran. Yeah, yeah. He's the tweet out guy. Yeah, he is. That like blew my mind when I like pieced that together. Yeah, because we, you know, it was funny how we found out because he was doing a little eyebrow thing in Days of Confused. You didn't even. Recognize yeah. him? Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, it's the he looks the exact fucking same." He he he's, does, but it's it's behind the veneer yeah. of like the animation. Yeah, that's know? true. Mm-hmm. And he's older. He's bigger, and fatter. Too. Yeah, <laughs> he's beefy. You know, now. one interesting trivia: that's a wig that he has on. Oh, in the really? movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all the wig. It's all just like hair taped around they, the outside like, of a hat. Taped it into the hat. Yeah, and, like, put and, it on. That's and so crazy. there's like there's shots of him in the documentary. He has it on forward, and it's just covering the front of his face. Yeah, that's great. He was really good in Daisy Confused. He was really funny. So, yeah, uh, okay, exactly. that character, at the very beginning, the first time you see that character, he's in the hallway, and he's uh, at a water fountain. Mm-hmm. And he takes exactly a sip of water, say. and then he puts something in his mouth, and then like he's like, it's about to get a lot. Someone asked him, how's the day going? And he's like, it's about to get a lot better. What drug do you think he just took? Because he definitely just took a drug. Well, and then in that same moment, I thought you were going to say this too. He was like, "I'm so wasted." He did say that, at, yeah. like, like and right afterward. That was like him walking away. That was the line. I would say like ecstasy. I was thinking acid or oh, shrooms, Probably, just because yeah. of the seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, ecstasy wasn't a big thing yet. That's true. That's that I was been, thinking that shro- weird. The only reason 90s, I would think yeah. shrooms is because he like swallowed it. Like it was a pill. It looked know, like he was taking I know, a pill. Like the motion that you're referring yeah. to that he does, yeah. But yeah, like there's so much of that kind of stuff too in the movie. We're just like, you know, there's like the uh, when they're standing outside the Emporium and like um, Pink Floyd just like, you know, nonchalantly takes his belt buckle off and use and it's, it's a pipe all of a sudden and he's just smoking weed out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just like puts it back and like everyone. There's a whole conversation happening over this and it's just happening in the background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, what about, let me see, let's be talking signature moves. Another one he has is kind of just like, 
there's nothing really happening in any of of his films. Like, it's not really much of a conflict. It's just like uh, slice of life sort of thing. Like, this is just what's happening. That's definitely with a these. type of his movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah if he yeah. could have made a what? Well, how how long was Boyhood? Like three and a half hours. If he could have made yeah, this movie God. three and a half hours, he would have. I think it was two. I think it was just two. So there's a... Yeah, that the, movie seems fucking yeah, long. Yeah, So you bring up Slice of Life. In yeah. the documentary, they talk about the um, the baseball scene. So they're shooting the baseball scene, and they're about to start shooting the the scene the, the shot where the two... Um, what is it called? The two... Uh, teams are like wa- like in a line, mm-hmm. like walking towards each other, and they do the high five, like good game, good game, yeah, good game, with good the game. Weird uh, jerseys that says auto and like plumbing. Or <laughs> yeah, something. yeah. But so they're, so they're getting ready to shoot that, and apparently the producer like came to him and was like, "Hey man, like we don't have the money to shoot this. We can't shoot this right now." And he was like, "No, you, this is what the whole movie's about: is these little like slice of life moments." And he got yeah. like really mad at him and stuff. And like they <laughs> and like like well, they worked it out where he was able to shoot it. But like he he have it, he kept having to battle with the studio over like yeah. shooting those moments because they didn't understand like why those Money were so important. I can, I can imagine that. Like, uh, and I talked because they to, wanted like, to like trim the fat sort of thing. That's well, what they, they wanted. They yeah. wanted to trim the fat, and they didn't. They were like it, it like. You know, it literally would, it cost you, what, like $20,000 or something like a day to shoot, like on film and yeah, shit like that. Sure. And they're like, this, this is pointless. It's not even part of the story, mm. you know? <laughs> well, but it was so important. I don't know. Yeah, yeah like, we, we were kind of talking about it last night. I was like, I can't think, well, then you said French New Wave, but like, I, I was like, I can't mm. think of another director before Linklater who has such like aimless movies, really. Yeah. Um, and mm. like, I feel like he's at least one of like the first mainstream ish. Even though he's not super mainstream, but like mainstream directors yeah, sure. can kind of he's, do that, you know. He's the first mumblecore director ever. All right, oh, that's good. Shit. Right? Okay. Yeah. Right. If All you right, think I can about see it, that. right? Yeah, but yeah. but he did he does it in a much better way than those fuckers do it. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> you know, for sure. Like they the, their stuff seems to meander and just like go on, but his yeah. stuff is more like let's just look at it and then when whenever I'm whenever like you would stare at like some people having interaction in public and they don't see you. And you're like, I'm bored watching this now. And you turn away. Like, that's when he decides to cut. While yeah. Mumblecore people just hang on it for fucking, yeah, like, they, another they 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah, they have, like, six-minute takes. And it's like, why? Mm-hmm. He's he's scratching his nose, like, this whole time. And, like, um, <laughs> he yeah, gets, he definitely... I could definitely see that connection. Like, he definitely is the first one. But I feel like he at least... I feel like what he does... Well, he I'm sure he has a script. Like, he writes scripts, even though he probably, like, meanders within that. But he at least has, like, an outline of, like... A, a scenario that he wants to put sure. on film, you know. Yeah. So, so. Um, in my like heyday of like being a uh, insane movie person, where I would like watch everything ever all the time in mm-hmm. college, I stumbled across a Richard Linklater movie that I forget uh, who, who is the the two the couple that he uses in um, those Ethan Hawke and yeah. Uh, Something Delphi, yeah, something like that. So, so Julie, it's Julie it's a movie Delphi, with both yeah. of them, but it's not in that canon. And it before takes before the before series. It, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, it, and it takes place all inside of one hotel room, and it's shot on a tiny, shitty digital camera. And literally, wait, it, no, it, that's not the before series. I don't know what that. No, is. no, no, that's not. This is no. The you're part saying of the it's a different. Yeah, it's like yeah. This is oh, this okay. is just the same cast, but a different thing. Oh, this okay. is something that like he probably shot in like two days, three days tops, uh-huh. and literally every cut is a different angle. 
like it never cuts back to the same angle twice mm. and so like like that's probably him just having fun one day yeah. you know gets his actors together he knows he can trust these actors he knows that they can do the dialogue and like mm. perform the way he wants them to perform and he can mm. just fuck around and that's probably like the epitome of him just having a fucking outline and just you know being sure. like let's just make it up on the just spot just winging it it yeah. had to be like a short film right or was it like a no it was a thing? feature length I only watched what? about 30 <laughs> minutes of it and I, I was like I, like it felt like I was having a seizure while I was watching it because I was just like, <laughs> it was so it, like the rhythm was all off, the editing was terrible. It was a bad movie, but yeah. it was just like it was clearly one hundred percent experimental. No idea yeah. why it was ever released. Mm. <laughs> That's weird. That's, That's yeah. wild. Man. Yeah. yeah. Um. You got any, signature moves? Yeah, you got any other sig? Uh, fuck, man! I already hit on some of them. I what mean, about like camera and like you know aesthetics and stuff like that? Could you? Yeah, from a technical side. Um, I mean, long takes, right? Long takes that kind of follow people, mm-hmm. like that kind of like follow people through a scene, having mm-hmm. conversations. Like, um, yeah, whenever he cuts into like a single shot of someone, you always know that person's going to say something important because m- he normally hangs on like group shots of right. like three he or loves four those people. Group shots yeah, for sure. Hmm. And yeah. yeah, stuff like that. And then I would say, like, yeah, just like the, he, he shoots in wide. You know, he shoots like wides, and then he or like it's not wide, but like a prime lens or something like that so it like it doesn't look it looks like you're just staring at it like yeah, it's, it's very it, human yeah. eye you know mm-hmm. he probably is just shooting with like 50 millimeter lenses all the time which is like the one that they say is equivalent to what our our actual range of view is mm. yeah so he's probably just shooting with that so it just looks <laughs> like we're just there like looking around while things are happening mm-hmm. i'm interested uh for you to like listen to the school of rock episode because like that that was one of like your critiques with it kind of it's like how kind of it lacked the it lacks any link later uh, flavor to it. It's yeah, a, but that, that's a yeah. Yeah, I talked to you about that earlier. Where I was like, I started watching it, and I was like, this is a children's movie. I didn't realize like how much <laughs> of a children's movie it, it was. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it really is. But I think it has the similar thing to Days and Confused, where it's like he's not trying to do anything flashy. Like he's not trying to like blow your mind. Like it's just like he's presenting like he's just like shooting this story. But we're talking about aggregate aggregate qualities. You know, like they all yes. su- they all sum up to a link later film his, while that yeah. has only pieces. Yeah, yeah. his cinematography yeah. is all about th- what's happening in the frame, not like how the interaction of the things are, you know, the maison scene and all that bullshit that like other people get into. Mm-hmm. He just wants to show you this. You know, he's yeah. like this is what I want to show you. You know, so he'll do a close up of someone like holding a beer or something like that or like yeah. a close up of someone smoking a joint, you know, and it's like because he just wants to put you in that mind space of people are hanging out and smoking joints and drinking beer, mm-hmm. you know? And then, and then like, so when he does those like uh, group shots, it's like, that's where all of the, you know, action lies. Like he never does like cut-ins, like a fucking, what's his name? Like a Fincher or something like that. You know, he's <laughs> yeah. always just doing, yeah. you know, his wides and stuff. So yeah, yeah, he lives in the wides. <laughs> I mean, definitely another signature move is like uh, fighting, like like uh n- like not wanting to grow up basically like that's definitely a oh, huge yeah, theme and everything sure. like school we talk about school of rock and like uh slacker that's what the movie's about like it's it's like th- that's definitely a theme with him is like he definitely you can tell that he definitely battles the idea of like growing up and what it like means to be an adult the nerds and, like this is that. kind of like right there in the high school era of yeah. him and there are other movies that like explore that at like other points so 
yeah, the nerds have that conversation, like literally a conversation about that yeah. in the car. Yeah, we're gonna die, yeah. so like, why yeah, worry well, about the future? What's the preparation <laughs> yeah. for? Why not it? just yeah. live in the present? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember I had a friend who was going through a similar like point in his life where he was like questioning his life, and we started having a conversation very similar to that. And then I was like, "Have you seen Days and Confused?" And then we literally just were saying lines of dialogue back and forth to each other from that scene. <laughs> Both of us yeah. knew it so well because mm-hmm. he was like, "That's, That's the reason why I'm doing what." Because he was about to uh, like quit his job and go on like a ten month like hiatus of just like traveling the world. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so he yeah. was like, "That's why I'm doing this because I'm like I just want to live right now and shit." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like that's funny because that movie actually. I wonder how many people actually like did mm-hmm. stuff because of this movie because of Days and Confused. I could I could see a lot of like that it having like that effect on people and like that's that's what I love about Linklater a lot too is that like watching his movies everyone is like personal in a different way. And it's also like, it's also like he's, he's like working some shit out, like in all of the movies that you see him direct, like even a movie like school of rock, like it's about a loser who is like not, not as big of a loser at the end of the movie, a loser with a girlfriend who has a really cool roommate. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I mean, it's I don't know. It's just always it's always really interesting. You pick up on any Adam? Any, any sick moves? No, I mean, you guys covered all all the bases really. Like just the the meandering conversations and um, just uh, no no sort of conflict and yeah, it's just it, it, it was just an enjoyable movie. I kept um, it was really enjoyable to like watch it with you because you hadn't seen it before. Yeah, I've never seen it. And um, just like it was, it was uh, like a halfway in or something. You were like, you were like, this movie. There's like, there's like no plot. It's great. And then, (laughs) and then then you you kept saying like kind of things along the line of like, like I wonder, like when are there going to be like. When's there gonna be I some just, conflict? And then that <laughs> scene with the guy oh, yeah, when right. they fucking rob the store and the guy oh, with the gun. Oh, that's the best scene. That's that one of the best scenes in the movie for like yeah. a yeah. few moments, dude. Oh, it's yeah. so jarring in comparison. Yeah, it's to like the what the, the fuck? This guy yeah. shooting a gun. And at that's him? like the, that's the most like that's that's the most dramatic scene in the whole. And movie. then they just oh, laugh it off yeah. when they. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> then it's just and then I think it cuts from that to the party, and it's like we're having fun again now. The 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 character who married a sixteen year old. He literally, yeah. when they're driving away, he screams, "He's shooting a gun at us!" Ah! Yeah, that like, guy what just the is fuck? Awful. Guy, you can tell that guy's just yeah, up to up to no good. Just <laughs> hey, hey, he was smooth as fuck with that keg guy, though. Being all like, that scene, hey, that you, scene uh, was really good. Yeah, yeah that scene was great. <laughs> oh that, my God. I was so I watched it right before I came over, and that's like right before that scene where he confronts the keg guy. He's like in his room, you know, selling weed, and they're yeah. smoking weed, and his parents are like trying to get in and there's this moment where he grabs like a aquarium or like something like a goldfish bowl and he like throws it to pink floyd and pink floyd catches it and then and then he likes the other guy like not pink floyd sprays the room with aerosol yeah Yeah, and then puts it down and then pink floyd just throws the bowl back to him and he puts it down like there was no point for him to fucking throw the thing at all like i was like subconsciously i caught that i was like there's yeah a lot of stuff why 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 is this happening and it was like he's like what the fuck do your parents think's going on right now like like if i ever did that Mm. my my dad would kick my door down yeah yeah I, I love he had a little screw. What was that? He had like, he had like a screwdriver, like a chisel door. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, does that, how does that ice pick? It's like, how does that lock it? I don't. <laughs> I love that kind of recurring bit though, where like, uh, where the party's off, the parents are staying home. That's great. And then yeah. like people just keep showing up, and then they knock, and the dad answers, and they're like, "Oh, see you later." Oh, that, oh, that, that that one stoner like jumps the bushes with a bong in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's really great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that the, the the whole reoccurring bit because then it leads up to when the nerds go up to the door and they're having their whole like kind of crisis. They haven't gone into the crisis yet, but they're still mm. like, they're like, man, should we be going out and having a party? We normally like go to this poker game they talked about mm. earlier. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I guess we're here. Knock knock, and then the dad opens the door and he's just like. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and it works so perfect, yeah. Yeah. And then that character went on to fight in World War II and uh, get shot. Yeah, it's a shame. It's really well, he got sad. stabbed, didn't he? He got he stabbed. St- oh, yeah, he uh, got stabbed. Did That's you funny. know, I listened to a podcast with him, with, uh, with Adam Goldberg, Adam Goldberg yeah. and he was talking about when he was shooting uh, Saving Private Ryan, mm. that he thought he had a brain tumor like the entire time he was shooting oh my it God. because what? he's like a crazy like uh was it what's it called he's neurotic yeah he's neurotic yeah. he's fucking crazy he seems like super so yeah. so he was just he thought he had one and so there's like that scene where he's like crying or something like after he gets sh- i don't remember exactly i haven't seen uh-huh. that movie in a long time but he like was legitimately just like channeling all of that because he was like I was I thought I was gonna die in a month. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's crazy. It's man. funny because like his acting in um, Days and Confused was super neurotic. Yeah, like, yeah it, it was. was like, geez, calm down, that, dude. Uh, sure. So like right before I left the house to come over here, uh, the scene was on where he goes up to Anthony Rapp and the fourteen-year-old girl he's hitting on, and he just is like, he's like that piece of shit. Clint, motherfucker, going motherfucker, you motherfucker. We just started laughing our heads off the way he was fucking acting. Fucking alpha masculine, fascist piece of shit yeah. with his greaser uniform. It's, a, it's like he's a Nazi hunting me down. I love <laughs> after that guy kicks his ass, he screams fucking fascist, and it's like, what are you talking about? Like it's just something for like yeah. a '70s person to scream yeah, at right. someone they don't yeah. like. Like you're a fascist. Like it's like calling them Hitler nowadays. You're a yeah. fascist. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so good. So, so speaking of fascism, uh, what would Rifen do? And oh, geez, we're already getting into that? Yeah. What would Rifen that, do that on this part one? part of the, the show. What would he do? Well, he would... It would be way more colorful. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what we, we start with usually is the trend. Would uh, it he would have fun in the 70s. Have, he would have fun in the 70s. Yeah. He'd be in the 70s. Yeah. It would be, I mean, he has to make it colorful, you know that, because he's colorblind. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. The the whole like all of the like bar scenes like where they're playing pool and stuff would be fucking crazy looking. Maybe it'd be a disco. right like all the, so much neon. It'd be a disco instead of the I, pool hall. I don't know about that because oh, they're underage. Can you still? Can you not go when you're? Uh, if you're 18 and over, you could have back then, but you, the underclassmen couldn't, and I think that's why they chose to hang out at I like see. an arcade pool hall because mm. it's like all of our friends can hang out here. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, so and, and, so and it's also the... like the pool hall was totally cool with them buying beer and yeah, bringing it in and just shit. giving it to 15-year-olds. So it's <laughs> like, who fucking cares? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe how about that? Uh, there's that, uh, was it that dance hall thing? Ooh, uh, maybe yeah. that, because they had some colorful scenes. Well, in I was going to say, I was I was kind of like on the... How, um, how violent of... do you think the actual, like the, the was it paddling okay, would be? Well, that's oh, what I was going to bring up because it's going to, it's going to follow... Because Rifen's movies have more focus, at least when there's like a protagonist. Like they're not all over the place following twenty people. Agreed. So it would have followed the incoming freshman. Mm. Uh, I think it would have followed the Flash, and it would have followed like the girl counterpart as they like try to survive the first like night, like from like getting beat by the. It would still turns into the purge. <laughs> 
Pretty much. No, yeah. No, there would be some like rape going on, you know. Oh, there'd like, be rape. There yeah. probably would be some rape. I was thinking like I literally uh, this is a disgusting image, but it popped in my head of like <laughs> someone's like ass cheeks splitting open because of just how <laughs> fucking hard. Like literally just no, like a, my, a macro shot of like no, t- yeah, like, like no, tearing okay. and like blood Imagine filling this someone's pants. Heavy, heavy like synth fading yeah. in. That paddle like hitting a bare ass, yeah. and you just see and that's skin the bass. That's rip. the bass drum as yeah. the paddle hits. Yeah, and then the skin. And you rips just see open. fucking blood showering, <laughs> like Kill Bill amounts oh, of blood you know showering. Be ben Affleck. No, you know what would be even cooler? A precursor to that is there would be a badass car chase scene because you know how they were chasing them in the truck. Oh, dude, and there would be like yeah. some cool ass fucking like car scene where they're like drifting and mcconaughey would be like the ryan gosling of this movie he'd be like the badass like you see the kids getting like beat or whatever and then there's just like it just cuts to just out of nowhere just like a shot of like mcconaughey with just neon lights so if we're going (laughs) and it's just if we're going into uh reference old cast uh Um, now i'm gonna recast mcconaughey as uh mads mickelson and just and have and and have ryan gosling as pink floyd that's great wait who's you keep saying pink floyd i must have missed that name his it's the main character was the 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 football guy yeah the football guy His, his name's randall pink Oh, and everyone call calls him Floyd. I can't believe I missed that. Okay. Yeah, so I just call that him. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Man, other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another on, guys. The reason some spaghetti well, at the wall one here. of the reasons why I remember the name so well is because the fucking amazing casting again that they did for the football coach, like the the head coach, who oh, was like, that guy, who's like, dude, Randall oh, Pink Floyd. If you don't get you your get priority, priority straight, straight, son. That like guy that was guy amazing. was so good. He was so perfect. Yeah. Who had the? This is a little bit. Tangential, but who had the pedal like board with the Pink Floyd? Uh, um, uh, the uh, prism, the rain, the light prism. I thing? forgot, but I know they oh, all. That'd be funny if it was yeah. him. But it, they designed no, they designed those paddle boards though. themselves. Oh, cool! Yeah, all the actors did. That's pretty neat. There's a little bit. Of I like the little bite that Benny did out of his the redhead guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> so he like carved a bite out of it like a shark bit it. <laughs> it looked cool. <laughs> That's, fun. That's fun. Was he like dr- he was drilling in like uh, fucking aerodynamic holes yeah. in it to make sure it goes super <laughs> fucking fast and this as was much pain as possible. That, I love that scene because uh, of what, when they the cut into that scene where they're at the wood shop and they're like mm-hmm. waiting for school to end and yeah, the, the, wood, like, the teacher's asleep and. Uh, was it Slater is like showing someone why the their bong, bong yeah. won't work? He's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you got too much air, man. Too much air, man. <laughs> Speaking of man, uh, they say the word man 203 times in this movie. Nice. Which oh, is man, about right. Speaking yeah. of... Speaking of seventies idioms, mm-hmm. um, one of the things so like in the documentary they talk about how Richard Linklater was writing the Slater character and he was like, I'm gonna make this guy or he he wrote it and then he cast Rory and then before he met with Rory, he was like, Oh, I have an idea now. I'm gonna make this guy say, You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Like all the time. And he oh, said like Rory this. came in and was like Hey, I have this idea where I'm just gonna go. You know what I'm talking about all the time, and he was like, "That's exactly what I was gonna <laughs> tell you." And like, and so yeah, like there's that scene when they're at the moon tower, yeah. and he's just talking about how like aliens theories, and fucking yeah. all that shit. He just keeps going. You know what I'm talking ever, about? You know what I'm talking about? There's some spooky shit on the dollar bill, yes, man. It's great. <laughs> I love it. He's like, he talks about uh, was it uh, George Washington's wife, and he's like, she always. She, she took oh care God, of the fields. Yeah. Yeah. She had a fat bowl waiting for him after work. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
so stupid. God damn it. It's just like even this movie came out almost 25 years ago. And like there's still so many like characters that you like have known. I feel like I oh, yeah. there's so many characters. And again, like we've talked about this with his other movies. I think Slacker is like maybe we're a little too close to it because we grew up in Texas. But I feel like a lot of people can this watch this movie. It's more general for sure. It's more general. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of, Slacker's like Austin. Austin. Yeah. And this is like. They only use, they only say Austin once in the whole movie. And it's at the very beginning when they're like, they, they uh, do the, was a title card for the school. Yeah. And it says like blah 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 Austin, Texas. And that's the only time they ever actually say it's in Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's even like when they're climbing the water tower or the the moon tower and uh they get to the top Slater's just looking over and he goes fuck this town, man. And, and like he's just this very general. They're all very general about like this yeah. town. And I think that's <laughs> and I like you know they're trying to be vague about it so that people can relate. You know, yeah, exactly. yeah. keep it more general. While yeah. boyhood was like San Marcos. Austin. That's how yeah. Slackers is too. Yeah, yeah, they just like reference like sure. exact areas. So ingrained Houston. in Houston. Like, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, our version of uh, <laughs> Rifen's Dazed and Confused. I mean, it's pretty on point. I'd say. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, it's it's ripe for a fucking remake, bros. Say, you know what? You gotta tie in some psychedelics, though. You know what? I want to see Rifen like really like fuck with like psychedelics on camera because that would be. Insanity. Well, like, who's that, who's that one uh, director? No, Noel Gaspar. Oh yeah, who did um, Enter the Void and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh my right. god. Yeah, it's the Some colors. Enter the Void shit. Yeah, yeah the colors. Yeah, yeah. The fucking like experience. The yeah. whole like idea. There's like that's a, a very reference. Like, I'll, let's see. Let's try to make this. Like, th- there's a scene where Flash Wally or whatever he's trying to like prove that he's cool to uh, you know the the seniors, and so they're like, "Hey man, are you cool?" And then, it, whereas as before, it's like, do you smoke weed? It's like this time they're handing them some fucking LSD. Some, yeah, fucking yeah, LSD. Yeah. I was gonna say shrooms, LSD. Fuck it. No, they're just handing him LSD. Yeah, and then he like takes it, and then there's this extended like five to ten minute sequence of him just like losing his mind and just like shapes and colors. He was just asking if you get high, uh, smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, that's what the fuck it means, you idiot. Like there was <laughs> so many see. points in that like movie where I just wanted to scream at the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then. While he's tripping, Ben Affleck, you see him like come in the doorway Ooh. out of the dark. And, and then the his face, and then he has the no, silhouette of the paddle. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, then have he you all seen it? It's just like super tense, like slow mo. Have you all seen Hannibal? The yeah, show? Hannibal's incredible. So, so, so Ben Affleck comes in, but he's all like painted black with horns. Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. That's it. That's it. He's still on because he's on yeah, fucking he's acid. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this, this is a movie I'd watch the fuck out and of. Then, and sure. then when he comes out of it, he's just in the middle of the road with drool, just like, and his pants are down. It's just like. Yeah, no, he's just naked in the middle he, of the street. Yeah. <laughs> and he's bloodied, you know, that'd be. So, perfect. one okay. thing I noticed about this movie was that it actually has like almost a perfect three-act structure. It starts with really? the first act is before the night. The second act is all before the moon tower party. Mm-hmm. And it ends with, uh, was it Ben Affleck's big climax, where he gets paint poured on him. Yeah. And oh, then yeah, the okay. third act is basically the moon tower, that mm-hmm. whole thing. And that ends with the climax of uh, the, the Hebrew hammer getting his ass kicked. <laughs> and, then, and then it's like a, basically a denouement it. after that of them at the, uh, what's it called? The, 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 the yeah. football stadium, right. whatever. That is, yeah, and it's like kind of, and, 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 yeah, and it settles. Like it goes oh, that's down. that's you say that. What, denouement? I, 
but that's so interesting. I always <laughs> called it like the denouement, like because yeah, that, I mean, that's how I would always like see like read it in my head. Yeah, and yeah. I've never heard it aloud. That's fascinating. They knew mom. There's always there's always some of those. But yeah, and so like I realized that today, and I was like, oh, I bet that only came about during editing. I bet really like they sh- they overshot yeah. that movie. They shot like way oh, more sure. than it's probably on the screen. I, I remember hearing that it was like a two and a half hour rough cut. And that makes so, sense for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so then the studio got its wish and fucking cut all the fat. But uh, but yeah, so then it has like a pretty perfect act structure. So another like reason why it's so rewatchable. Like you yeah. you don't even notice That's it. Really it just happens. Interesting. Like because watching it even even last night, I was like, this movie really doesn't have a plot. Like it has exactly. It has like it has like conflicts in a sense that are like resolved and like there's like satisfying conclusions to it. Yeah. But it's almost like a like a stealth plot. Exactly. Like hidden in this fucking just like chill, like laid back movie. Because really that's, that's essentially just like how life is. Like you're just yeah you're going through the motions, and you're it's, there's little not failures, like some, little rewards. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing, not like a huge fucking thing, like a John Hughes movie where someone fucking dies. Yeah, right. You know, or gets pregnant. It's just like this is just what we're doing. You in go high get school. Aerosmith yeah. tickets. In, yep, that's uh, you drive up to <laughs> Houston to buy conflict. Aerosmith tickets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or if I want to play, if I want to play football next next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it was really a, fucking cool. I like it. Yeah. I like that style. There was a line where uh, when Pink Floyd first asks, uh, was it his, Matthew McConaughey? Mm-hmm. If he's, he's like, he's still going up to Houston to buy Aerosmith tickets? And it was like so clear to me that he forgot the name of the city <laughs> 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 when I was listening to it. Uh-huh. But it was pretty great. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like, you can tell that like this is the first take or the only take that they got of like this, you know, interaction because For of sure. like how uh was it improv and just like on the spot everything was that's what i really liked about the movie is just like just how natural everything was coming out just like these are how they are in real life these people yeah know. yeah one of the interesting aspects was that so basically the whole cast it was transplants from la that were put up in the same hotel mm-hmm. and then um was it like they all like lived together basically for like a month or like a month and a to half to really get to know each other and so stuff. They, so that's why there's like such good chemistry between that's everyone cool. that's really cool and then and yeah. then my my other thought about that was that everyone in that cast was fucking each other <laughs> right no you have right? to yeah there's there's even an interview with Jason Schwartzman where like yeah. the girl uh I Wait, forget Jason what's Swartzman's her name. Not Jason Schwartzman. What's like, his what name? The, the Hebrew Hammer. <laughs> oh, Adam Goldberg. Adam, Adam Goldberg. Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> I was like, Wait, I where was he in this? The next film? most Jewish name I can you're, think you're of. In, you're in the correct religion, I think. <laughs> but there's an interview with him where he has one of the girls that's like just one of their classmates just like sitting on his lap while they're like doing the interview. Yeah. And it's like this very casual kind of relationship. And mm. I'm just like, all of these people were having sex with each other while yeah, they were I'm shooting sure. this movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, they had to be, I'm sure. Man. It, it reminds so me fun. of kind of uh Jordi Jurowski's um Holy Mountain on a much more extreme level, like way more extreme <laughs> level. Because like what he did with those actors was that uh, cuz I had to read about that film after watching it like that. It's a crazy film, but yeah. he had them all like I've like, only ever seen it once. They had them all in like I felt a like camp I was on my community. They all had to just like, like, be spiritually together and just like live together and just do LSD together and shit and just have a cohesive thing. Jodorowsky's like, I'm creating a cult. (laughs) He could have if he wanted to. A lot of these men and women. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it reminds personally what it reminds me of is like a trauma film. So like the I saw um, 
the movie Poultry Guys. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's like it's a ridiculous film <laughs> I mean, about like ridiculous. It, it's about yeah. like a chicken restaurant that's that's built on an Indian burial ground. But then on top of that, I'm they also buy oh radioactive God. eggs. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my god. god. So it's like this <laughs> yeah, crazy amazing. shit. But the whole movie takes place like it's a, it's made by Troma Productions and Troma's infamous for being like the most low budget productions. And yeah. so everyone who worked on it was volunteers, but they housed everyone in an abandoned church that they rented. <laughs> so for like a month every, it was like camp. It's like summer camp, yeah. you know? Like like that's how yeah. like these types of movies are, these location films. And mm-hmm. yeah, the actors are able to actually like create chemistry rather than just like oh yeah. we're gonna do chemistry test it's like exactly it's like let's just ha- let them hang out for a week and then they'll all just have chemistry mm-hmm. and that's exactly, kind of yeah. worked in his favor really that good goes back thing. to like the authenticity thing like for sure like they they have time to um i i think i missed like the beginning of what you were talking about kind of like that but i assume like they were kind of all together and they yeah, were they like were, filming yeah. this thing yeah like over a period of yeah you know, they were all from la and they came and they were all moved yeah. into one hotel exactly yeah. yeah and so they they were able to like just form relationships together as people and then mm-hmm. that that chemistry reads far better than any you know anything like apparently not, they were they were pretty camera. terrible uh hotel patrons though and they used to get surprised. in trouble all the time <laughs> with the staff and and like, uh, fucking God, I cannot remember his name. The goddamn Hebrew hammer, Adam Goldberg. <laughs> Adam Goldberg. <laughs> he, he was like apparently the worst out of everyone. <laughs> he oh, would just really? be so argumentative with the fucking security. That's fucking oh funny. That's great. His neuroticism just yeah. like but it was like a, a bunch of kids. Like they were younger than us at this moment. Like yeah, they were no, like 22, younger, 21. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so like they just like. Like giving them that amount of like you know you have a bunch of money you're in a different city here's a bunch of people that like you're tangentially correct yeah. yeah connected to exactly it's like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen yeah you're gonna have a good time yeah those people were hung over every fucking day <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they so were they were living man so speaking of uh, living uh, historical context 1993 Ooh. and the movie was took place in 1976 wasn't it released in 94. I think it might have been. Probably. Might have been. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, sorry about that guys. We had we had a little bit of a a disturbance. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, don't we know cut out happened. there. Yeah, something happened. I don't know. Huh. It's, it's where it it's this undisclosed location. I think yeah. that's causing that, and it's I'm... just technical difficulties. We apologize, guys. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't. I lean more towards ghost personally. I think it's but... possible. Man, you know, I would I would rather have ghost, honestly, considering the circumstances. <sighs> Me too, my friend. But uh, yeah, I, I guess we'll just you know get. Get right back into it. Yeah, Hopefully nothing, yeah. nothing happens again. But uh, yeah, anyways, historical context. Historical context. Yeah. All right, 93 uh, mm-hmm. is when this came out. It cuts out again. <laughs> no, let's hope not let's yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the ghost of george w bush senior doesn't want us oh, talking no. about it was he 93 was he was he in clinton oh. it was that clinton <laughs> oh, was, was, oh was he president that was clinton that was clinton yeah because yeah. clinton was president when i was born i think um but yeah i don't know man i was you know, we, we were all little babies uh i mean what do you think was the zeitgeist of the time in 93 
Um, that's that's interesting. Was, not quite, not quite like the new indie movement because that started with. Well, Reservoir Dogs was first. That was ninety. Yeah. I, well, I would, I would Three? actually, I would say it's far context out out of the new indie movement because it was still being shot on film. Like all, like film was still a thing. Like digital oh, hadn't okay. hadn't actually right. occurred yet. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people still needed to raise like five million dollars to shoot an indie film. <laughs> Nowadays, you can shoot one on twenty five thousand dollars on an iPhone. Max out your credit card. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was definitely. I mean, yeah, Clinton's in office. We got the fucking. Uh, automatic weapon ban going on. Hey, Gulf War, right? Yeah, the Gulf War Gulf happening. War is happening. Gulf War, yeah. Or it didn't ha- it, it happened, or it's about to happen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was only like, what, like a month or two? I mean, like, it seemed like that the 90s were kind of... It was not really a terrible time. Like It was things... an idealistic time. Yeah, Because so... it was... What, what is this? is six years, or eight, what? Eight years before 9-11... Yeah, so like yeah. everyone was like we're safe there mm-hmm. were there's no wars we're really not going into war like the gulf war like happened and ended i don't know if we were before or after it at this time yeah, but it's yeah. like and so it was just like i think it, yeah people were just kind of like we're living our nuclear family lives you know mm-hmm. and there were, i guess that's why like uh with this movie not really much conflict it's just like this is just our Let's look at it. Let's look back little, at our childhood. It's a know, little microcosm. I mean? yeah. yeah, it's just a fun light. Well, in the microcosm. context, like what won? I'm, I'm going to make you guys look up stuff. What <laughs> won like the Oscar that year? Like what was the big films of the year? You know what I mean? I'll I'll take the yeah. I'll take, take the reins there. Task, yeah. Look it up, Brent. Um, look it up. up. Bump bump. Look it up, Brent. Let's go. Taking up time. No, but Taking I was I was going to say, <laughs> I'm like multitasking as fuck yeah. right now, but um. Yeah, no, and I was I was thinking too. Like this is uh, this is our parents' generation. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. our our parents are like the kids in this movie, uh, which makes it a little like like slightly more like awkward to watch, yeah, possibly. Right? But um, <laughs> all of our mothers were yeah. treated this oh, way. Wait, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, Brent had said during the during the movies, like all these people who voted for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true too. Yep, all these uh, oh not even not, wait, baby boomers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They were. Yeah, this or was seventies. Right, this was like right now. No, this I was guess so. Yeah, yeah. This was like uh, right after. What, what, they well, were, the seventy sixers were, were baby boomers. They yeah. were seventy six. Yeah, so they were born in the six. Yeah, they was like right after uh, World, what, World, World, World War Two, yeah, yeah. and then like Vietnam was coming up. Yeah, and they all voted for Trump. That was something I funny like. Like so one of like the, so this movie has one political moment in it yeah. where they, uh, as they're leaving the, the the bell rings, they're leaving the uh, the school. Mm. One of the teachers screams out. Uh, she's like, "Don't oh, forget yeah. that we're celebrating the bicentennial, and what that means is that you're celebrating a bunch of white." Was it like white, white privileged, white privileged yeah. aristocrats who didn't want to pay their taxes? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was the one hit. Yeah, of, uh, yeah, political talk. You know. Link Linklater in all of his movies, mo- most of his movies, I should say, is always trying to like sneak a little of like his like philosophy on life. Oh yeah, and, anarchy. Like through yeah, like through through various. Characters. I mean, his it's his great. films are just technically anarch anarchistic. You know. Yeah. Just kind of like this is just what's happening any... here. Like, there's no structure to this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. That's what's really interesting about it. And seeing of all his his other films, it's just like, yeah, he just seems like an anarchist to me. I mean, I don't mean yeah. that as a in a glib way. Like, oh yeah, I have plenty of friends who are anarchists, and I have a lot of respect, and not so much respect for some of them. But uh, 
but it's just interesting to see how that um, that seeps into his films, you know. For sure. The yeah, band Chumbawamba are anarchist, just <laughs> FYI. So it was anti-flag. Because <laughs> um, it's in their name. All right, Best Picture, 1993. Unforgiven by Clint Eastwood, which is a fucking great movie. It's like the, oh, one of the best Western films ever yet. made. Yeah. It's really good, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. But it's they, showed us, they showed us that in film school. Like, really? Yeah, as our Western like genre it's a film. Post Western film. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah, it's not a the Duke. You yeah. know, if one of those fucking. I yeah. want to see yeah. it. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my to do list. Um, yeah, other movies nominated. This is back when it was just five. Uh, the Crying Game, A That's Few a, Good Men, oh, yeah. Howard's End, and Scent of a Woman. Yeah, so everyone was into just fucking drama. Yeah, drama, yeah. drama back then. Before the Lego Movie got nominated for Best Picture. Was that was it nominated? No, or no? No, no not even best animated because Toys. it went live action yeah. at the end. Yeah. Oh, Toy Story. It, it was it Toy was Story Three is the one I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah, nominated yeah. for best picture. That's right. It was like go fuck yourself. Is <laughs> <laughs> that when the Oscars were somewhat respectable? No, they were never respectable. Sorry, Oscars. <laughs> fuck you. Never gave they were, an Oscar. They were respectable whatever. when when before they televised it and when it was just like a private ceremony. <laughs> right? Yeah. You mean no, back no. in the like the 1920s. 30s? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, shit, man. Did, did, well, uh, uh, it's a little bit off topic, but I was telling Brent how like Oliver beat out like Barry Lyndon or something, and I was like, "Who the fuck watches Oliver now?" Like, yeah, who cares? Well, no, that's that's. I'm actually there's really so glad many best film that. winners that like people don't yeah. even fucking remember. I'm exactly. I'm really glad that you mentioned that because uh, when I was going to the bathroom a second ago, I was trying. I was like thinking. <laughs> I was thinking to myself. I was like historical context link later, and. Mm. His movies are gonna hold up incredibly well historically mm. because they're the because they're slice of life. Like there's a That's narrative, true, yeah, for sure. They're they're fiction. They're gonna be like hi, they're gonna literally be like historical documents. Yeah, yeah. It's like, 100%. hey, you want to see how this this era was? We'll check out this. Yeah, and yeah. that that I think is is fascinating because like e- like uh, even even though like I liked Boyhood a lot, but that movie is going to be. Like no, it's gonna looked be, at for yeah. like in hundreds of years from now, they're gonna look at Boyhood and be like, "This is very accurate to what life was like in the '90s and in the 2000s." Yeah, um, let me bring up this book that I read. Um, there's this book that I read by Chuck Klosterman, and it's called uh, "But What If We're Wrong?" Thinking about the present as if it was the future, or the something like that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's a great book because it talks about like what will be deemed as. Uh, as pertinent to future mm-hmm. generations yeah and how like things like things like mad men like how that is something that is um very uh cross generational yeah in a way but it's like praised and it's a oh, it's yeah. a period piece right oh, yeah, yeah yeah but like it's our it's the present's interpretation of back then and future generations are not going to watch mad men to know how the 60s or 70s was like they're just gonna find like yeah. some footage that was made in the yeah, 60s or 70s we've like you and yeah. i have talked about that book before and like what it's talking about and mm. it's it's scary because like yeah. you have like we have no control zero over control, over yeah. what's going to rise to the top in mm. 500 years like far beyond when we're dead like, yeah. like what for, we deem as good, like our kids, it doesn't even matter at all. Shit. Well, yeah. also like the fact that all of our pop culture is held on servers 
in like in like you know dank rooms that are just like fucking whatever mm-hmm. but it's all it's all on the internet it's all digital mm-hmm. it's like one fucking emp pulse and all of our pop culture is <laughs> gone yeah. and it's like they're gonna start yeah. over from the fucking beginning they're not even gonna like remember this century if that's, like that's all that shit gets what's so erased fast. i'm glad you brought that because what's so fascinating about like our current pop culture it's like completely um reflective like it's just nostalgia nostalgia core you know because we have so much access to the past now and like i don't know how future generations are even going to interpret like this current mode it's like you guys didn't you guys create yeah. a new culture based off of yeah is there going to be yeah. is there going to be a chapter called memes in the history yeah. books of the future absolutely just because of trump's election like how big of an oh, impact yeah. memes had on the election yeah that's what's so fucking insane about our current, our yeah. current times. I'm mean, getting the, talking about the nostalgia thing, and I know mm. we're on like a whole thing here. Now, I mean, that but relates like, to link it, later, no, yeah, sure. it, it does. Yeah. It links to link yeah. later. Like, um, no, it's it's really interesting because like I feel like we're even seeing that now with with movies like um, I don't know. It, it's just fresh in my mind because I saw it the other day. But like Power Rangers, like yeah, like what like was people the point? Like, people my age and a little bit older, whatever age, take their kids to see Power Rangers. What are their kids thinking? Because like the kids don't have that that like built-in context and like memory like nostalgia of that so like what are they even thinking like all the little references like we're called the power rangers like it's like us like watching like thunderbirds like i don't fucking care about like those puppets you know you know what i'm talking about the thunderbird show well even that though that was that was an original thing but it's like it's like power rangers like things that are just based like things that are like nostalgia trips like kids aren't even gonna know exactly. What, like yeah. they're just gonna look at it. I would hope from like an angle of like, is this just good or not? And then most of the time, it's probably not. Well, that's what be I meant good. about Thunderbirds. That when yeah. they remade it, our generation doesn't oh, have any. Oh, I forgot any, they did. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. They didn't have. We don't like. I don't care about Thunderbirds. Like, yeah, is this movie good or not? Because like, it was like 60s, 70s. Yeah, I think. And it's like who cares? And mm-hmm. it's the same thing with Power Rangers. I mean, that's just a way to uh, interpret it because like at least we have some context for power rangers but yeah to see how kids would say it's like well you look at thunderbirds like how do you feel about that like doesn't give a shit (laughs) doesn't fucking matter yeah it's fascinating man Mm. yeah but i think slacker probably will hold more the test of time than dazed and confused i'd say because like slacker is so just like this is how it is at this current moment it doesn't have the context of a certain it we talked about this when we watched it. Like it, mm. it is set in the early '90s, and you can feel that. But mm. also, and we said this like many times, like this is still Austin. Like I still feel like yeah. this is like when I went up to Austin a month ago. This movie and mm. like that, like that movie is 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 it's really a capsule, timeless. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a time capsule. So yeah, and I think uh, I think Days and Confused will actually fit in that pantheon of time capsules because it sits right above you know american graffiti and movies in that same ilk where it's like let's just show you a day in the life mm-hmm. of like kids mm-hmm. in this time period and it's exactly. like the, the best to me i don't know there's other good have you seen i wanted to ask you have you seen everybody wants them yes i have i loved it man yeah. I, th- I thought oh it was i thought it was horrible personally just, i, I, just the, I the must have been in the bad it's very bad bro. mind state yeah it it's was very, it's very bro. bro yeah it didn't feel like a link later movie to me it felt weird it felt like he was trying to make a movie like for committee but like without a committee <laughs> i felt i felt like that was him being in co- like his college experience now because i know he was he played baseball and 
it was like oh it was following like the baseball team and it was really broy that's for sure but like also it's like dazed and confused in a sense where like everybody does still like really get along there's like an amazing scene in that movie where they're like walking down the street and then um they see like these like gut like punk guys sitting on the porch and then like one of the like the main guy the baseball guy like walks up and he's like hey man what's up how you been and then they like just all hang out and go to a punk show it's mm-hmm. like that movie's like all about like discovering like your identity in college is the way that I took that one so i th- i thought it was great but i don't know that's just, uh, I'm on a whole thing now about link later movies but that one's good just see Boyhood. Yeah, well, watch Waking Life. <laughs> yeah, just see other With the movies. Flash, he's the lead. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, movie. he is. But he's got that uh, like that like uh, fucking with an early stage rotoscope going on. So it's oh, like yeah, it looks cool. So rotoscope and that is all over the place. It's cool. Yeah. But it's all over the fucking place. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll bring this up because we were going to talk about it. We mm-hmm. talked about bringing it up for real quick. Because I <laughs> yeah. actually I saw a uh, was it a prim- right, screening of Waking Life. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I was able to meet Richard Linklater. Or I shook his hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was super funny because he was doing his Q&A while just eating slices of pizza. And like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm hungry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten all day. I just wanted some fucking Zaw, you know? Yeah. And people <laughs> were cool. asking him the most fucking like boring, inane questions. And I was just so annoyed by it. People were like, like, uh, oh, is this is this your precursor for Scanner Dark? Of course, it's fucking precursor pers- yeah, for shit. Scanner Darkly <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah. Next question. That's great, man. But yeah. I would love to. He he probably does that semi regularly, maybe up there. Like he lives in Austin. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I want I want to like find a time that he's doing that and see if we can check something out. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. If he does days, Zach Zach met uh, his editor. Oh yeah, that's cool. right. Nice. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, got her information on stuff. Yeah, too, so Brent awesome. assumed that it was a guy instead of a girl. Oh, that's right. I was like, Brent's I was like, sexist. oh, is that cool? And it was like, yeah, she was pretty. Awesome. And I was like, oh boy. Oh, uh, oh, I said boyhood. They, I said they. I yeah, knew it. You're right. Yeah. Oh boyhood! Yeah, oh boyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, closing arguments. What you guys? Uh, so, uh, David, what are what are your final thoughts on this film, Days and Confused? There was a period in my life where I, anyone would ask me what's your favorite film, and I would say Days and Confused mm-hmm. because it was the movie I'd seen the most. <laughs> and now I would probably just say it's it, it's a desert island film for me. I wouldn't say it's my that's favorite a, film, cool. but it's yeah. definitely a desert island film where mm-hmm. it's like okay. I could I couldn't live without just having that thing around, For you know. Sure. Yeah. Um it's definitely my favorite Linklater film, you know, closely followed by like School of Rock or Slackers or Bad News Bears. Uh <laughs> or Bernie. Or Bernie. Oh, Bernie. Bernie is another crazy. another aspect of just let's <laughs> talk to local people. Yeah. Uh, but uh yeah, I would say I'd put it in the I'd definitely put it in a mainstream cult pantheon of like gods, not demigods, gods. <laughs> <laughs> like it's you know what I mean? Respectable, yeah, yeah, That's man. Really, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I love this movie too. Uh, if I mean, there, yeah. If somebody was to ask me my favorite movies, this this would be in the top five. Like I I, I really love it that much, and the fact that I had seen it for the first time so recently, like, just goes to show how much blows it like, like my mind. Me. Huh? Blows my mind that you hadn't seen it. Like, no, I know that's crazy, younger. man. Just yeah. total. There, I, there are too many movies that are like mm. like that, like in my blind spot. But um, I love it, man. It's, it's like all the characters are are really great. It feels really personal. Uh, it's almost like a documentary. Like I, I feel like so many of these characters are, even though we're separated by decades, like it. I still feel like these characters mm. are ones that 
I've met in certain capacities in high school or especially college, some of them, like the intellectuals, mm. for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a really fun movie. It like kickstarted so many fucking careers. Like, Jesus, like Ben Affleck was nobody. McConaughey was nobody. Uh, it was, it was, Renee it was, Zellweger was in this movie yeah. in the background. That's how like she was supposed to be the Joey was. Adams character, but yeah. then they cast her, and that was this was also Joey Adams, you know, uh, fucking indie goddess, and like what's her name, right. um, the other girl, yeah, Chase and Amy girl, yeah, that girl. But then yeah, uh, yeah. I can't remember her Parker name, Parker Posey. Yeah, Parker Posey. Yeah. It's both of their first movies as well, like yeah. first mainstream films. It's yeah. it's crazy, um, but yeah, I love this movie. Uh, I hate this movie. No, I don't. I don't hate this movie. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's my it was my first time watching it, and uh, I don't I don't know why it never really like came on my radar, but it just never it never did. I mean, I never watched any John Hughes movie or anything really like in high school either, sort of thing. Yeah. But um, it's uh it's it's definitely an enjoyable enjoyable film. It's funny. Uh, it's got a great uh, cast. Um. A lot of memorable moments, kind of peak link later for sure. Uh, it's a more refined version of Slacker, I'd say. A little bit more structured. Mm-hmm. Um, not as experimental as Slacker. Um, and I think that's a, a strength of Slacker, honestly. But Yeah, that was the um, studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can, I'll, I'll say that in a sense, maybe it was good for... Because... Now I understand so many pop culture references because a lot of people reference Days and Confused. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the studio, I guess the, the marriage between the studio and Linklater made it kind of its cultural phenomenon that, that it, uh, it was. Mm-hmm. So even though I would love to see that director's cut, the, I don't know, two and a half hour, uh, at the same time, maybe that was why uh, so many people saw this movie because of the studio's input. But mm-hmm. at any rate, for what it is, it's still a great movie and I, do think it's a definitely a classic and um i think quinn tarantino so is like his top 10 film which is yeah. pretty it's pretty respectable mm-hmm. you know i'm surprised that uh it it wasn't a western or had you know no blood <laughs> no bloody gory stuff in it. there were so. there were some bare feet in it though i'll say that, <laughs> that, that and that's that like happened. the only reason why he loves it like oh yeah, yeah. Oh, man there's like so, there's so feet. much yeah like with me like so much that like i keep thinking of that i'm like oh i want to interject <laughs> wait guys what was that did you hear that what what was that noise oh shit oh. i didn't i thought i thought this bunker was secured brent is someone trying to oh, shit, is someone trying to break guys, in right now listen we're gonna guys we're gonna have to cut this short we we need to check on uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to find a new location yeah um, yeah, I mean, this thanks, isn't thanks, David. Anymore. thanks, David, for meeting yeah. us at this undisclosed location. We really appreciate it. Wait, okay, see you, man. Wait, Thank wait, you. David. What? Okay, Are you I'm okay? Coming, I'm coming back. No, but listen, guys. No, no, all joking aside, we're making a lot of jokes here. We got to cut this short. Um, yeah. We're hearing sounds that, frankly, are sending a shiver up my spine. Yeah, and I'm really like uncomfortable. At all. Um, we're going to have to find Quick, some what new are your, location. What are your plugs, David, before we cut? Plugs. Plugs. Hurry up. My, my plugs uh, follow me at uh, Mr. I actually don't even know my fucking Instagram. Right. It'll be tagged to this. <laughs> that's a great. And then, great. And then fucking listen to fam films on Sticker Fridge. Hell yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, director showdown. Down. Uh, Listen to director hopefully, showdown. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully uh, you guys will be able to catch us next episode. We can yeah. Hopefully, film. hopefully yeah. we're able to do the finale. Yeah. I mean, we're just on the go, watching movies, recording podcasts now. That's our life. Die. But, uh, yeah. Let's let's hope we're all right. But hopefully, um, see you guys next next week. Next week. All right, guys. See Thanks for uh, tuning in. Bye.